There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone the electricity line. The weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Cup of murder. You hope that nonviolent offenders can get their lives on track post-prison. You have hope for rehabilitation. On March 18, 1977, a widowed elderly woman named Natalie Brady was murdered in her Pinellas County, Florida home. A home that was only 1,500 feet away from the Tarpon Springs Community Correctional Center, a minimum security work release facility that housed nonviolent prisoners like Amos Lee King. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On March 18, 1977, around 3.40 a.m., a prison counselor at the Tarpon Springs Community Correctional Center at Pinellas County, Florida, discovered an inmate named Amos Lee King was missing during bed check. The man had checked into the facility after work around 2.35 a.m., but was now gone. When he went outside, he saw Amos, pants covered in blood. The counselor, named James McDonough, was leading the inmate back into the facility when a fight broke out and Amos stabbed the man more than 25 times and fled. Then, about 1,500 feet away, officers spotted a house fire and responded. Inside was the body of 68-year-old widow Natalie Tilly Brady. The woman had been raped, beaten, and stabbed twice, but had managed to crawl and try to escape the flames before perishing. Autopsies later showed that she had bruising on the back of her head, hemorrhaging of the brain and neck, broken cartilage in her neck, and a large tear in her vagina caused by wooden knitting needles found at the scene. All of this, the escape and stabbing of James McDonough, who survived, the police finding Tilly's body were all happening simultaneously. The knife used to stab James was a knife that was later traced to Tilly's kitchen. Suspicion was due in large part to the location of the facility and Tilly's home immediately placed on Amos King. He admitted to stabbing James McDonough, but was adamant he was not involved in Tilly's murder, even going as far as to say that the evidence against him was planted. The main piece of evidence was James's testimony that Amos had blood covering the crotch of his pants. That, coupled with the rape and tear in Tilly's vagina, was enough to give Amos King a death sentence. Amos, who had been in prison for a simple theft charge, was now going to be put to death. His execution was scheduled for December 2, 2002, but he was granted a 30-day reprieve so his lawyers could conduct DNA testing of the crime scene. This testing was for naught. Most of the materials were degraded and had no biological material left to test. The vaginal washings taken at the time of the murder, the one that originally showed Amos's blood type was present, had been destroyed two years after his trial. His lawyer argued that his blood type was shared with 22% of the population and that it was not a concrete enough piece of evidence to send a man to death. Despite this, and despite maintaining his innocence, Amos King was executed on February 26, 2003. The death of Tilly Brady caused a lasting impression on those living near the minimum security center. Those who were once proponents to work release programs were left second-guessing the practice, and her murder reignited the debates on what should be done with nonviolent offenders. 
Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 19th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.